what that music say? Yes, sir, Amos. That music say, good health to all from Rexall. Show with Ernestine Wade, Lou Lubin, Johnny Lee, John Brown, Will Wright, Byron Kane, Leo Cleary, Jeff Alexander's music, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Amos. Later on this evening, you'll be hearing from your Rexall family druggist about one of the greatest money-saving events of the year, Rexall's big one-cent sale. This is the famous sale where you get two guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one plus a penny. And it starts Wednesday of this week. So this week, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to shop at your friendly Rexall drugstore. Our friend George Kingfish Stevens has had a pretty bad week. Yes, this week he got it from all sides. First of all, on Wednesday, it was his wife, Sapphire. George Stevens, I'm completely disgusted with you. Nobody's got no respect for you. You're the laziest man that ever lived. You spend every waking hour trying to avoid work. Night and day, you are thinking of new ways to jip people. You must spend 36 hours a week shooting pool, and you is always running all over town borrowing money from people. Listen, you got your nerve. How can you call a man who is that busy lazy? Now, that's what... <laughs> and then on Thursday, it was his lawyer, Calhoun. Now, listen here, Kingfish. This check you done give me for legal fee that done come back from the bank for the fourth time. I ain't seen nothing bounce like this since my uncle fell out of a balloon. <laughs> all right, all right, Calhoun. I'll make it good. I must be a little underdrawn at the bank, that's all. How do you think anyone's going to have respect for you, Kingfish? The idea of you doing a thing like this to Al Duncan J. Calhoun, counselor of law. For the past three months, you have felt free to tap my vast legal knowledge at will. You, you, you have called on me any hour of the day or night for legal advice. I've been in court with you for four times during that period. And now, when I ask you for my fee for all that work, you have the nerve to give me a check that comes back marked insufficient funds. Kingfish, you have done a mean thing. Forget the check, Calhoun. Uh, there's the dollar and 36 cents in cash. <laughs> On Friday, it was his friend Andy. Listen, Kingfish, either you pay me that $50 you owe me, or I'm going to wrap my knuckles around your pivot tooth. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute, Andy. I made an honest effort to raise the money. I tried to borrow it on my unemployment insurance. I went through Sapphire's purse, and yesterday I thought I had it for sure. But the brothers at the Lord's changed the combination of the safe again. <laughs> Listen, Kingfish, there ain't nobody got no use for you. If you was conscientious, you'd pay me back. You'd go to work. Work. Don't mention that nasty word in my presence. <laughs> if you was a child, I'd wash your mouth over with soap. Well, up until last night, this was just another week to the kingfish. But then around two o'clock in the morning, the kingfish began to toss and turn. Oh, me. What's the matter with me? I wish I had something to put me to sleep. 
One of them Fina Barber pool tablets or something. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't like me not being able to fall in the arms of metamorphosis, yeah? <laughs> Maybe it was them eight pool chops I ate for supper, I don't know. George. 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 Who that? It's me, your conscience. Oh, you can't sleep neither, huh? You must have been eating poke jobs too, huh? George, your friends are right. You are lazy and you are a schemer. Don't you want the respect of your friends? I'd rather have the combination of the Lord's seal of it all. George, George, George. Take it easy, conscience. I ain't going no place. We right there. George, we can't live without the respect of our friends. Yeah, well, I want to respect my friends, but what can I do about it? George, the time has come. You must go to work. No, no, conscience, not that. Now, wait a minute. Yes, you must change your way of life and become conscientious. Or, George, you'll never sleep another night. Never. Never. (laughs) All right, conscience, I'll get a job. I'll go to work. I'll be conscientious. I will. I tell you, I will. I'll do everything I can. That's right, Brother Andy. You has done heard me correct. I was going to work. I was going to get a job, and I was going to be conscientious. Holy smoke, Kingfish. Yesterday, you was a normal, sane human being. And now look at you. You was a raven psychopathetic case. You know that? <laughs> oh, no, Andy. I mean it. I done bought a newspaper here, and I've been going through the classified ads, and I, I'm going to get myself something here. Yeah, them classified ads are a good thing, all right. Remember, I put an ad in the paper once under Women Wanted. Well, what was the text of the ad? Just women wanted, that's all. <laughs> well, now, listen, Andrew, uh, let's see what they got in here. Something to fit my new personality as a conscientious, hard-working member of society here. Hey, look here. Here's one, Kingfish. Meteorologist to go to Guam. No, that ain't no good, Andrew. What does I know about reading meters? <laughs> On top of that, I don't like them long subway rides, neither. <laughs> Beyond the Bronx, I don't want to go there. Uh, what about this one here? Look here. Sound real high class. Wanted. One mobile sanitary engineer. Oh, nothing doing. No. I done applied for a job like that once, a mobile sanitary engineer. They wanted me to stand on the back of a truck and snag garbage pails. I don't want to... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You got to watch them big words, all right? Uh... I got stuck like that once. They advertised for a zoological expediter. They had me chasing hogs up the ramp of the slaughterhouse. Oh, yeah, I remember that job you had at the slaughterhouse. Everybody in the block knew it when you was home from work, all right? Yeah, wait a minute. Here's something here, Andy. Wanted two men to prepare cars for overseas shipment. Washing, polishing, lubrication, good salary. Five days a week applied Mr. Walters' export-import garage. Say, listen, Andy, it does sound like the right thing. You and me is going down there and apply for them jobs. Yeah, well, that might not be bad. You and me braving the dangers of employment together. You know something? Tell you the truth, it might be fun. Well, nothing doing, Andy. We is going to get this job and work hard, real hard. I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone. I'm going to have my shoulder to the wheel. I'm going to get in there and pitch and make something out of myself and be conscientious. From now on, it's going to be nothing but work. Work. I'm working. Yeah, let's get over to the garage. Hey, wait a minute. Let's sit down a minute, Andy. I done tired myself out here. (laughs) 
Come in, come in. Oh, uh, excuse me for protruding, but I, as uh, Mr. Stevens, this here is Mr. Brown, the personnel manager sent us over to report to you. Yes, well, I'm Mr. Walker, the owner of the import-export garage. Yes, sir. Well, the personnel man said that you'd give us our assignments or something. Yes, well, you see, our main job here is preparing cars for shipment overseas. Yeah. Brown, I'm going to put you in our delivery department. Yes, sir. And Stevens, you'll work in our shipping room. Oh, yeah. Brown, you can have your lunch hour now, and afterwards I want you to deliver a car down to Pier 57 for us. You'll find the car in stall 15 here in the garage. Stall 15, yes, sir. Yes, it must be on the SS Valentia by 2.30. She's sailing then for South America. Papers have already been signed, so you won't have any trouble at all. No. Just deliver it. Stevens, you report to Mr. Thompson in the shipping department. Yes. Now, remember, you're new here, and we don't tolerate any slip-ups. Oh, don't worry about us, mister. We're going to be hard-working and on the ball. Oh, yeah. Before we come down here, we done recited that on this job, we're going to be conscious. Hey, Mr. Walters, where do you want us to put your new Cadillac? They just delivered it. Well, we're pretty crowded. Uh, I don't know where. Hey, wait a minute. Brown just took that sedan out of stall 15 and put it on the Valencia. Put my car in stall 15 for the time being. Well, working here in this garage ain't half bad. Show a lot of cars in here. Now, there's one in stall 13, one in 14. Hey, wait a minute. There's one in 15, a Cadillac. Holy mackerel. This must be the car that Andy was supposed to put on the boat. And it's almost 2 o'clock. The Valencia sails at 2.30. I got to get in this car and drive it down to the boat right now. Because I got to do what my conscience told me to do. I got to be conscientious. That stupid, stupid Andy. If it wasn't for my hard-working, conscientious brain, we might have gotten in trouble here. Oh. Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist. And tonight, I have a message that will save you money. On Wednesday morning of this week, Rexall's big one-cent sale begins. From then until the closing of the store Saturday night, you can buy two regular guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one, plus one cent. Yes, just a penny more buys twice as much. Now, this offer of two for the price of one, plus a penny, applies to literally hundreds of items, from vitamins to mineral oil, from cold cream to iodine, from shaving needs to stationery. And what's more important, these are Rexall products, and you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Mr. Is this the ship here to Valencia? Yeah, that's right. Well, this car is from the import-export garage and it goes on board here. I thought that car was delivered an hour ago. Oh, no, sir. The man done forgot to bring it. That's okay. The papers have been signed and everything. All right. Okay, Tom, get the boom down here and take her away. Uh, now I'll get back to the garage and ball out that end. Oh, I'll tell you something. They ought to pass a law on a man being as stupid as Andy is. I ain't Kingfish, where you been? I've been looking for you. Yeah, and I've been looking for you. I told you that when we took this job, we was going to be conscientious. Hey, you know something? You miss a lot of excitement around the garage here. Mr. Waller's new car has done been stolen. Well, that's too bad. Served him right for leaving the thing out on the street where some crook could get a hold of it. No, no. Disappeared from here in the garage. Hmm, inside job, huh? Yeah. 
I didn't notice anyone around here to grow. I looked like a crook. Yeah, well, it disappeared out of stall 15. Yeah, well, I, uh, well, I, uh... Wait a minute, Anna. You, uh, going a little too fast for me here. You know, uh, you just threw a number into the conversation here that sort of curled up my liver. All I say is that Mr. Walter's car disappeared out of stall 15. Listen, you big dummy, what would this car be doing in stall 15? Well, they put his new Cadillac in there after I took the sedan down and put it on to Valencia. Oh, my gallbladder just joined my liver here. Hey, Kingfish, what's wrong with you? Your eyes are bulging out and your tongue is draped down over your chin. Uh, excuse me, man. I won't go in the closet here by myself just a minute, sir. Oh, conscience. Oh, conscience. What is it, George? Uh, look here, you got me in a mess like this and then come around and, 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 and say what it is. Look here, I think... You just unconscious me into 20 years of hard labor here. Now, now, George, there must be some way out of this. After all, I'm your conscience, and I'll help you. We must share our burdens and misfortunes with others. Yeah, that's... Say, you don't give me a great idea, conscience. I go in out there and share this whole mess with Andrew H. Brown. But, George, that's not the right way to do it. Conscience, how would you like to drop dead? <laughs> Uh, what's up, Kingfish? And your old pal, I just want you to know that I was going to stand by you in your great trouble. Yeah, well, wait a minute. What trouble is this that you're standing by for? Uh, the mess that you was in, Andy, I'm going to see you through, son. Yeah, well, what done happened to me, Kingfish? Well, Andy, instead of one car going on the boat to South America, two cars is there, and you was responsible for it. Well, how did this happen? Well, then, after you took the right car and put it on the boat, I found Mr. Walter's car in store 15. So I took that down and put it on the boat, too. And this mess is all your fault. Yeah, well, wait a minute here. I know you must be right, but explain to me how it's my fault that you put the wrong car on the boat. <laughs> well, I'll explain it, because for 18 years, you have been doing one dumb thing after another. And with a record of stupidity like that, how was I to know all of a sudden you going to double-cross me and do something smart? I didn't know. <laughs> mm, yeah, I guess I've done a pretty sneaky thing, all right. Kingfish, you got any ideas how to get us out of this mess that I got us both in? And I don't know what to do. There must be some way. Oh, holy smokes. That's probably Mr. Walters. Oh, me, we is ruined. I, I, I wonder if you could tell me, do you know where I could find? I'm, I'm looking for two men named... Uh, that, uh, 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 hi, fellas. Uh, Shorty the Barber, what you doing over here? I hear you fellas was working over here, and I just dropped in to say hello. Listen, Shorty, we in the worst mess we ever been in in our lives. This garage ships cars to South America, and we just put two of them on the boat. What's wrong with that? Well, there was only supposed to be one. The extra one was Mr. Walter's new Cadillac. That's a nasty surplus, all right. <laughs> oh, Shorty, what in the world can we do? That car costs over $4,000, and when Mr. Walters finds it out, we're going right from the cashier's office to jail. Yeah, this is terrible, Shorty, because you see the ship sail for South America at 2.30. Yeah, you know, something, tell, something tells me that you fellas ain't in as big a trouble as you think you is. Yeah, what in the world tells you that? My watch is only five after two. Holy mackerel. Andy, we still got time to get Mr. Walter's car off the boat. Shorty, you have saved our lives. You kept us from going to jail. You kept us from getting beat up. You done kept us from losing our job. You done saved us, Shorty. You done saved us. 
Well, I, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. I, I had no idea. I didn't. That you, when I got. I, 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 ain't that a smart fella? <laughs> Hey, look, Andy. The boat is still tied up at the pier. Yeah, come on, Kingfish. Up the gangway. We got to get Mr. Waller's automobile off of here. Uh, hey, you two. Where do you think you're going? Oh, uh, uh, mister, we done put a car on this ship by mistake. Uh, we got to get it off. Well, you better go to the third officer. He's number three hatch midships. Uh, okay, come on, Andy. Wait a minute. You're going forward. Midships is aft. Go down the starboard side. Come on, Andy. You're going down the port side. Listen, mister, the time like this, say left or right. Don't talk to <laughs> Oh, me, where's that third officer? We must have walked all over the inside of this ship, Kingfish. Yeah, hey, uh, I wish we could find somebody down here. This must be where to keep the cargo. Listen, whistle's blown. They must be celebrating something. <laughs> uh, yeah, come on, Anna. Let's try these steps here. You know, Kingfish... All of a sudden, it feels to me like this ship is rocking. Yeah, don't be silly, Anna. The only time a boat rocks is when it's out at sea. It's impossible for a boat to rock when it's tied up to the pier. Yeah, well, the boat night might not be rocking, but the show's standing still at different angles here. Yeah, these steps wasn't swaying like this when we come down them. Listen, Anna, here's a porthole here. Pull yourself up there. I'll kind of help you. And look out and see what you can see. Okay. <clears throat> Mm, yeah. What you see, Andy? Unless Manhattan Island is moving, we is heading out to sea. <laughs> Holy smokes, the next stop is South America. Now, where... Now, here's your Rexall family drugs. This coming Wednesday, April 18th, Rexall's famous one-cent sale begins at Rexall drugstores everywhere. That's the sale where you get two fine-quality, guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one plus one cent. Exactly how does that work? Well, for example, the regular price of a hundred-tablet bottle of Rexall aspirin is 54 cents. But during the one-cent sale, you get two bottles for only 55 cents. Well, that means a penny more buys twice as much. Exactly. What's more, you'll find more than 300 of these twin bargains in our stores. Everything from rubbing alcohol to adhesive tape, from toiletries to sunglasses, plus exactly 67 other specials that can cut your cost of living to the bone. Boy, I'm saving my pennies for Wednesday. Then save a lot of them, ma'am, for every one of them doubles your buying power during Rexall's one-cent sale. This Wednesday at Rexall Drugstores Everywhere. Holy smoke, Sandy. That was Sandy Hook we just passed. We're really heading out to sea now. Listen, Kingfish, why don't we go to somebody and tell them what happened? Is you crazy, Andy? They'll think we is a couple of stowaways, and they'll scuttlebutt us and everything else. <laughs> what we got to do is to find a place to hide till we figure out where, what to do, what to do here. And the way this boat is rolling, whoever we hide, let's not make it too far away from the rail. Hello, Bridge. 
This is Captain Anderson. Yes, Captain. I'm turning in now. I don't want to be disturbed until we have the next change of course. You understand? I don't want to be disturbed. Aye, aye, sir. Yeah. I'll put out the light and lie down my bunk here. Boy, am I tired. I've never been so... Hmm. Come on in. We'll hide in this empty cabin. Yeah. Nice and dark in here. Boys, I tired. Anyway, we can't get in no trouble in here. No. I'm going to sit here in this chair and take off my shoes. Yeah, and I'm going to sit on the edge of this empty bunk here. Oh, me. You fall asleep that fast, King? I ain't asleep. That was you to snore it. Oh, was that me? Certainly, there you goes again, you see. Yeah, well, I... Wait a minute, Kingfish, that wasn't me. My sinuses don't puck up on me when I was awake. Now, wait a minute, Andy. My nose didn't snore, and your nose didn't snore. But I hear the snore. Yeah. And there's one thing I know. Whenever there's a snore, there's got to be a nose on the other end of it. You know, I got a sneaking suspicion there's one nose too many in this room, you know? Yeah, and as Shakespeare say, a nose by itself ain't dangerous. It's what it's connected to that gives you the trouble, you see. Hey, Kingfish, look. I just noticed in the coat hanging there with a lot of gold braid on it. We is either in the captain's stateroom or they got a doorman on this ship. We better get out of here, but... Holy smoke, Kingfish, that come from that hole in the wall there. Yeah, Andy, that's one of them speaking tubes. They is trying to get a hold of the captain. You better answer the thing, because if he wakes up, we is sitting ducks in here, you know. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, hello? It's a bridge, Captain. We're off Barnegat Light. Shall we steer southeast by east a quarter east, or shall we steer southeast by east by a quarter south? Andy, I think we done run into a little trouble here, boy. <laughs> Uh, look, uh, just keep on going the way you're heading, and if you see anything in the way, stick out your hand and make a left turn. So long. <laughs> keep a horn and all that stuff for you. Come on, Kingfish, let's get out of here before that captain wakes up. Yeah. Oh, oh the chair. Hey. Uh, What's that? Uh, who's in here? Uh, nobody, Captain. Uh, are you in here by yourself? <laughs> Come on, Andy, we really got to find a place to hide this time. George. George. I think... Conscience, you open your mouth and I'll punch you right in the nose. Say, Amos, has you heard anything at all about Andy and the Kingfish? Uh, no, I ain't, Henry. Uh, ain't nobody knows where to hear. No, I hear that Mr. Walters from the garage has even got the police out after him. He's suspicious that they is the ones that done scrambled off with his new car. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened to him. Sapphire went over to see Calhoun, the lawyer, a few minutes ago... She thinks maybe the kingfish and Andy done met with foul play or something like that. Well, I hope Calhoun has got some ideas. You know, this is the biggest excitement around the lodge hall since Brother Jackson sent his wife to Arizona in two trunks. Now look here, Calhoun. My husband done disappeared. And I want you to do something about it. You understand? Don't just sit there. Ain't you got no ideas? Ain't you? Well, maybe we could... That won't work. <laughs> well, it might if we tried it from another angle. What kind of... <laughs> Ain't you got no ideas? Ain't you got no 
your brains. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jeff. <laughs> Put that mouth of yours in neutral while I do some thinking, Jeff. <laughs> you got to do this scientific. Now, first of all, I'll call the mug and ask him to check the deep freeze. <laughs> and I'll go out to the pottery field and do a little spade work. And that don't help. I'll call the police and have them drag the river with grappling hooks. No, no, no grappling hooks. He had his paycheck in his pocket, and I don't want it to get ripped. Uh, yeah, that's the point, all right. All right, but I'm giving you till tomorrow morning to get some action. I won't tolerate no excuses. I'm paying you my good money, and I expect results. You understand that? Now, good day, you little weasel. Wow. If the kingfish is at the bottom of the river, I'll be doing him a favor to let him stay there. Oh, me, kingfish. We've been hiding in this lifeboat for four days. My back is almost broke. Yeah, four terrible days. In this lifeboat with the canvas over, thank heavens there was food and water in here. Yeah. Something seems to be going on, Andy. It's pretty dark. I'm going to peek out from under this canvas and see what's up. Yeah. What you see, Kingfish? Yeah. We seem to be tied up at the dock or something. Oh, me. Andy. What? We has done a ride in South America. Yeah, well, do we take Mr. Walker's car off here now? Yeah, well, <laughs> what good would it do to take it off down here in South America? After the mess we done got into, there's only one thing to do. We'll slip off the ship, hide under one of the piers till after it sails. Then we gotta just lose ourselves here in the jungles of South America, Andy. Yeah, Kingfish, we'll spend the rest of our lives down here. Come on, Andy, no one around. We'll try to find some way to get off the ship. Yeah. Get out of here, come on. Yeah. Now, here's a rope hanging down here on the side of the ship. Maybe that'll reach to the water. You go first and slide down. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get over the rail there. Hey, go ahead. I'll let the rope out as far right. as it'll go. Here I go. Uh, mm. It don't quite reach, Kingfish. <laughs> Never mind, Andy. Here I comes, too. Well, Kingfish, the Valencia done sailed. Come on. It's safe to come out now. Yeah. Let's get up on the pier and get our bearings here. Come on. Oh, me. You know, maybe we can go into rumba business down here or something. Yeah, wait a minute, Andy. Someone coming down the pier. It's one of the natives. I speak a little broken Spanish here. I'll give it to him. Good. Uh, hola, amigo. We uh, Swiss Americanos. Uh, our Western South Americano. What are you two birds talking about? Uh, we got off the Valencia down here in uh, South America. South America? The Valencia lost a propeller off of Sandy Hook. It's been here in the Brooklyn Navy, Aunt, for four days. It just sailed for South America now. Now again, here's your Rexall family druggist. Once more, let me remind you that Rexall's mighty one-cent sale begins this coming Wednesday. The sale where you get two guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one plus a penny. For example, the pint bottle of MI-31, Rexall's famous mouthwash, regular price, 79 cents. Wednesday, you can get two bottles for only 80 cents. And remember, there are more than 300 of these twin bargains, plus 67 other super specials. Let your pennies save you dollars. 
during Rexall's one-cent sale, Wednesday through Saturday, at Rexall drugstores everywhere. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, be sure that you don't miss this famous Rexall one-cent sale. Good night. See you next Sunday. Wednesday starts the four biggest bargain days of the year. Rexall's nationwide one-cent sale. The sale where you get two top-quality guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one, plus one cent. Remember, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, just step inside a Rexall store and buy twice as much for a penny more. The Amos and Andy Show is written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier, and Bob Ross. This is Ken Niles speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>